Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Now, I was told that when we got ourselves a a, a President Biden, there was going to be peace across the land. We were going to be safe and secure and, and, and puppy. Everyone was going to get a puppy. And it was going to be a really cute puppy that licks your face. You're like, who's a good puppy? And the puppy would lick your face. You'd be like, who's a good puppy? That was Joe Biden's America. We had riots in Seattle and Portland yesterday. So what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? We were told that we were going to be in a good spot. So why? Why would people be rioting in Seattle to the point where they destroyed the Democratic headquarters? True story. After Joe Biden... Assumes the presidency. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. It boggles the mind unless, hear me out here. No, it's 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 too much to say. I can't. I can't. I, I mustn't. In, in Seattle, Antifa which is, of course, an idea not real, according to Joe Biden, they caught police off guards, off guard. They uh, engaged in, a, in, a, in an attack uh, with the police, one at least carrying a knife, as can be seen in video. They were marching through the streets of downtown. Why would they be doing such a thing? Buildings were were uh, hit with uh, you know graffiti, and some uh, windows uh, broken. The Portland scene. This was near the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Building. They were throwing rocks and eggs, vandalizing the building. A full-on riot took place. A hundred and fifty rioters. How could this happen in Joe Biden's America? Unless, is it possible? I I shouldn't think this way. There's no way that this is possible because we were told that when Joe Biden got elected, it would all end and there would be peace. Unless these people don't actually care who's president and they just want to burn it all to the effing ground. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's pretty much what we're dealing with here. Do you know that you were lied to? Are you aware that you were lied to? What does it feel like to be lied to? You were less than 12 hours into the administration of Joe Biden. Joe 
Joe Biden's America. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not fair to say. Uh, Get used to it. I've got video of, uh, was this federal police? I don't know if you call them federal troops. Um, Shooting tear gas and riot control munitions to disperse the Portland crowd in Joe Biden's America. Look, it's something that we have discussed. We have discussed from the beginning. So incredibly important to understand that the people that we're seeing causing destruction all across America, who I love it, uh, they're being referred to as insurrectionists. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, they're not interested in who the president is. They didn't do this to get Trump out. They want to burn it all to the ground. Let the moments from last night, not 12 hours into the Joe Biden presidency, prove to you that we have been the most honest amongst all the peoples of America. That those people doing damage, engaging in violence all across the country in Seattle and Portland and Minneapolis and Indianapolis and New York and Chicago and elsewhere, they have no interest in a better nation. They only have an interest in destroying the nation. And people like Vice President Kamala Harris said, let's bail them out. And the people that these people attack, Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, it is Representative Ocasio-Cortez who says abolish ICE. And the anti-Semite, Ilhan Omar, Representative Omar, who says abolish ICE. Supporting the people who want to tear it all down, who do not want to build a more perfect union like Amanda Gorman, the 22-year-old poet, does. They want to tear it down, burn it down, and then salt the earth. Of course we were right from the beginning. The question is, how did we get it right? Are we really smarter than everybody else? Well... All right, we're smarter than some guys. I mean, that's just, look, there's a bell curve. We end up somewhere on it, clearly, right? But it's never really about being smarter. It is about being more honest. We are more honest and clear and forthright with each other about what it is that's happening and what it is we are seeing and what it is that we're doing than anybody else in America. That's why it works. That's why it works. That's why we're able to see these things. We're able to see that from the so-called expert class, the hatred and vitriol for anything that is not them is so great and so massive that they want to do away with it. If you in any way supported President Trump in policy, you should be silenced. That's what they believe. And any network that didn't go along with CNN should be taken off the air. That's what they believe. And if you ever tweeted anything that somebody could get triggered by, you don't know, not, not, not other people, but their people, you should be taken off social media. 
This really happened on MSNBC, the former CIA director, the communist, John Brennan. Listen. Well, Nicole, I was thinking today that uh, this is the most relaxed I've been uh, in the course of many inaugurations I've watched because I'm not responsible for it. But I can tell you that when I was in the government, I was I had white knuckles because yeah. of the nature of the threats. But it's so much more difficult today because of what we have seen, not just over the last two weeks, but that certainly has riveted our attention. But because of this growth in polarization in the United States and domestic violence and white supremacist groups. So I know looking forward that the members of the, the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas mm -hmm. where they German first things first I oppose white supremacist groups because they usually want me dead I would oppose anybody engaged in domestic terrorism but notice there's no mention of what I mean, this happened yesterday, so I, I, I got to at least give him the break there. There's no, never any mention of Seattle, Portland, or the Indianapolis, or the Minneapolis, etc. Never any mention. What, they attacked the ICE uh, building there in Portland, and it's not terrorism? What is it then? Just some youths trying to get out some emotion. But John Brennan's not done in different parts of the country and they gain strength and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious, ex religious extremists, authoritarians, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. And unfortunately, I think there has been this moment. Wait, 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 wait. You, you've, you've list, John? Uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. And You've got a problem with libertarians? You've got you've got racists and nativists and 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 nationalists and libertarians. That's your issue? You know what libertarians are doing right now? Smoking pot and figuring out how to buy more bitcoin. They're your problem? Anybody who isn't a dyed in the wool democrat Anybody who isn't one of them, who really isn't, I mean, remember, he's a communist, is, is uh, the enemy. This is the unity. Holy son of a you-know-what. Look, I, I, I spoke with my father yesterday, who uh, yesterday turned 83. And I told him, as he repeated to me once again, as 83-year-old parents will often repeat to you, I can't watch the news. It's giving me the shakes. And I said, don't watch the news. I'll tell you when something's important. It's kind of my job. Take mom, drive to Florida, drive up every little street, look at houses and ooh and ah. Then I go out for lunch. Then keep doing that. You don't have to look at the news anymore. These people should be watched as if somehow they have something to offer. John Brennan's a putz who has nothing to offer you. I'll only share it so we can enjoy the ridiculousness together. The reason that we have to be engaged is, A, we all have parents that we have to help, and B, that some of these things sometimes try to seep into the ether and we have to knock them out, right? They try and seep into the uh, collective thought of America, and you got to knock that out. Libertarians are the problem? That's a pathetically ignorant thing to say. And that MSNBC didn't go, you're nuts, is only proof positive of what we know to be true because we are more honest and open.
They're okay with other people burning it down because eventually they believe they've got power and they can take those Antifa folk out. But anybody who isn't with them is against them. And unity is the last thing they believe in. I'm Tony Katz. So we're back in the World Health Organization. They lie and we say, thank you, sir. Can I have another? Tony Katz, Tony Katz, today it's really great to be with you. 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, the podcast at Rumble, rumble.com. Fauci is staying on. He will be the chief medical advisor for the Biden administration. Okay. Uh, has anybody got notice he didn't do a perfect job before? Oh, oh, that was all Trump? Sure. You you go with that. You have you have a nice day with that. The amount of irrational and insane pushback that we're now seeing regarding COVID, the backpedaling, I should say, not pushback, backpedaling. Check this out from Speaker Pelosi just today. Today, our nation marks the passing of 400,000 people. That was yesterday. 400,000 people died. But today marks one year since our first knowledge of this pandemic. And what did we learn this morning? We learned this morning that the Trump administration had no real plan for the production and distribution of the vaccine. That's completely untrue. Radically untrue. That is just false. She made it up. Nancy Pelosi is a liar who lied. That's just what happened. And where does this come from? CNN, newly sworn in President Joe Biden, and his advisors are inheriting no coronavirus vaccine distribution plan to speak of from the Trump administration, sources tell CNN, posing a significant challenge for the new White House. That's, that's not, that's not the case. This is the argument of whether or not they will be able to hit their own version, right, of, well, we said 100 million doses, but they left us no plan. We might not hit it. Oh, look, we hit it. Look how great we are. This is changing expectations because politics, that's all it's ever been. Politics is nothing more than an expectations game. Changing the expectations lowering them so then you can exceed them. We're going to get 100 million doses. Oh, well, the Trump people didn't give us a plan, so we had to come in and create a plan, and look what we've done for you. That's ugly. That is ugly. As Ellen Carmichael pointed out, who's in the PR business, I cannot emphasize how bad the reporting is on this. 100 million is a stupid goal, her words. When we already vaccinating nearly 1 million people per day and many days more than that, and before supply ramped up, we're doing this even as half of the country's existing shots haven't been administered. 
She continues that I'm no fan of federal control generally, but this has been the fault of states, and that's been very clear, and they're cleaning up their act. Meanwhile, we're expecting more supply of existing orders to be released and a Johnson & Johnson one-shot vaccine approval in coming weeks. Right? The Pfizer vaccine is two shots. And even the, the doctors I've spoken to, the second shot, it, you'll, you'll feel sick for a day or two, but they're happy to get it. They're happy to get it. Do you know what gaslighting is? Gaslighting, G-A-S-L-I-G-H-T-I-N-G. Gaslighting is is a a form of uh, psychological manipulation or abuse to make you doubt what it is you're actually seeing. Here's what we're seeing. The vaccine is out. Pfizer is rolling it out. Moderna is putting it out. AstraZeneca the same. We've got others that are coming behind it. We have some states that have really excelled in their distribution, some states that have learned well in their distribution, and some states like New York that have failed remarkably in their distribution. But with best practices, they can all get better, even the ones that are doing well. To make this political from the Biden team, and by the Biden team, by the way, being the Speaker of the House and CNN. Oh, that's a team, people. That's, that's a tandem right there. Oh, my gosh. What are, what are their, their names from, from uh, Bob's Burgers? It's Ollie and the other one. Have you never seen Bob's Burgers? Nope. Oh, Bob's Burgers is a really good show. Really, really good show. Andy and Ollie. That's the, 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 the little team. Look at them. They're so cute. They made this up to lower the expectation to put the attack on Trump because that's never going to stop. It's like blaming George Bush for driving the economy into the ditch. Remember those days? We're already hitting the million dollar, million people a day. And so they do this to try and make their own dreams come true. Really ugly. I'm Tony Katz. The chief of staff to the acting secretary of defense filed a $50 million lawsuit against CNN. Now, this took place last month. Do these kinds of things still go on? It's a claim of defamation. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. I actually did not see this story when it came out. I just found the story interesting in that if can, can it when you are the official how difficult is it to make that claim that somebody has defamed you right not liking what you do would be one thing um saying that you kick puppies would be something else um, the reporting was that CNN deliberately or recklessly conveyed a false message. These are hard things to uh, to prove. And that's what makes, for example, the, uh, the case there with Nicholas Sandman, which makes it so incredible, is that they were able to actually say, uh, take a look at this, and ooh, you did that, and you deserve everything you get, and you should pay us. I still want to know how much CNN paid. That would be great, great to know.
Your car's seatbelt, safety miracle, or decapitation nightmare? What is the connection between rain and farming? The answer may surprise you. Heroin, sex, machine guns, flamethrowers, murder. There's no story here. We've just found that ratings go up when we say those words. It's time for the worst headline of the day. And of all the headlines that are headlines, the worst headline of the day, Amanda Bynes, I'm a rapper now. Maybe you don't know who Amanda Bynes is, but I think some of you do. If you have kids, you know who Amanda Bynes is. She was a star, a, 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 a child star, a teen star. She had, Did she have the show on Nick there, uh, Producer Ari? Yeah, the Amanda show. It was fire. Right, you you used to watch that show. Oh yeah, it was awesome. It's just so, it's so uh, adorable. And then she kind of, well, the the uh, the world kind of cracked her. Maybe some substance abuse issues uh, along uh, the way, but I mean, it cannot be easy being a child star. The last actual movie she did was Easy A. Um, she's done, she was in Hairspray, she's done Family Guy, she did a voice on, on Rugrats, and she kind of cracked, and she kind of fell apart. And she, like Britney Spears, has been under uh, conservatorship because she can't be trusted on her own, right? Uh, she just can't handle her life. Now, maybe that's, you know, it happens to child stars. People do crack. It's, it's, not, it's not a funny story. The funny story is that her answer is she's going to turn to rapping. Now, maybe she's got a skill that we all don't know about. I'll let you decide. Is this a skill? Is, is, is this good right here? What do you think? Are you in? Is this a banger, Ari? It's not a banger, but it's not bad. Are you telling me you don't like it, Ari? I said it's not bad. Oh, really? You're, that's that's positive. Hold on. She comes in about now to start to start singing. Yeah, here. about diamonds that's that that's that's the song it's 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 diamonds right there uh it th i want to just say for the record uh uh producer Ari, it's not good it's not good and you know it's not good so why not just say that's pretty terrible i i listen i can't be critical i've heard some really terrible raps that one's not good but it's not bad she's not great but the chorus was you know little uh, little thumping Okay, my mistake, everybody. Not the worst headline of the day. Everything's fine. Oh, I, I, I honestly hope this girl is okay. I really do. I really and truly do. I, I, 
there, there's this moment where you can't reach people, right? You just, you can't help them because they can't, they're not in a place to, to get help and, and want to help themselves. I think about Ryan Leaf, former quarterback uh, for the uh, San Diego Chargers. And we watched this guy who had all the talent in the world fall apart right in front of our eyes. And there are people who loved watching him fall apart. Media who loved pushing his buttons and watching him fall apart. He now, I think, teaches high school football in Montana. And I don't think there's anything wrong with teaching high school football, coaching high school football, I should say, anywhere in the country. But could he have been a guy that you helped if somebody had reached out to try and help him? I got to assume that a lot of people tried to reach out and help them. The problem is you can't you can't help somebody until they're ready for it. I mean, that's just that's just the reality. Until you're ready to listen to it, until you're ready to engage it, and it's true uh, regardless of where, wherever you are in, in in your life. You don't have to be at this level of rock bottom or cracking or or drug addicted or drug addled or anything else, right? You can't until you're willing to to listen. Until you're willing to open yourself up to a new idea, you're never going to have a new idea. It doesn't mean that someone's going to give you the new idea or not, and you may get to it on your own. Can't help people who don't want to get helped. He said, I look at this from Amanda Bynes, and I actually feel, I I feel sad for her. Right? I look at this as this this crazy cry for help. Now, uh, it tells me what I know, and when this comes out, uh, this single comes out, producer Ari, he's buying it. I don't. I didn't say that. He's going to be buying it, and he's going to get himself, you know, a membership to the Amanda Bynes fan club. Hopefully, he's going to be in charge of, you know, maybe the AV. But I look at that and I go, oh, that is just a, that is a crazy cry for help. Then again, it is far better than Kevin Federline. I don't care who you are. That's a good joke. I'm keeping it. I'm Tony Katz. And that one other part of that is that we will be in the never few days when I'll be talking with the managers as to when uh, the Senate will be ready for the trial of the then president of the United States for his role in instigating an insurrection on the House, on the Capitol of the United States, on our democracy. Nancy Pelosi letting you know that it's so serious what the president, former president of the United States did, that they still haven't sent the articles of impeachment to the Senate for trial. That's how not important it is. That's how much we have been played. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Look, we, we see you. We understand that uh, lying is kind of your thing. We understand that what happened here was a, a tremendous amount of, well, theater. And um, yeah, we're, we're not buying in. 
if it was so important, if what Donald Trump did so endangered the democracy, the republic, well, then he should already, he should not have been allowed to finish the term. That's on you. That's on Nancy Pelosi. I don't know why we are, are would even think of buying in to her level of absolute fakakta crazy. Then again, I don't know why we would buy into things like this. We must end this uncivil war that pits red against blue. Rural versus urban, or, or rural versus urban, conservative versus liberal. We can do this if we open our souls instead of hardening our hearts. If we show a little tolerance and humility, and if we're willing to stand in the other person's shoes, as my mom would say, just for a moment, stand in their shoes. As we discussed yesterday, to whom are you speaking? You got done with that speech and CNN and MSNBC and look at the news outlets just full of continued vitriol. And when Jen Psaki, the new White House press secretary, had a press conference yesterday, she was getting the hard questions like this one. A lighter note, uh, will he keep Donald Trump's Air Force One color scheme change? This is such a good question. I have not had the opportunity to dig into that today, um, given the number of executive actions, orders, the inauguration, a few things happening. Um, I will venture to get you an answer on that, and maybe we can talk about it in here tomorrow. That's what we can expect from uh, the hard-edge reporters. And she did admit that she was keeping it a little bit lighter. Did 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 uh, Trump ever get it a little bit lighter? You don't think people are going to notice the change in tone? And let's not kid ourselves. I don't think, you know, I don't think Sean Spicer hit the best tone when he started. I, I, I will say that for sure. For sure. But the questions were never, sw- so, uh, how are you enjoying your first day? Did you find the bathroom? Mom packed you an extra cookie in your lunch? There were none of those kinds of things. This is, this is exactly what to expect. And these are the things that will drive the political right crazy. But I discussed something yesterday, and it's worthy of a bit of, of repeat. There are things that the political right have gotten wrong in the last 24 hours. And those things need to get corrected. Specifically, this poem from Amanda Gorman, 22-year-old girl. I don't know Amanda Gorman. I'm willing to bet you, though, if she is uh, delivering a, a, a poem at the inauguration of Joe Biden, chances are we disagree on a great number of things politically. But when I watched yesterday, you know, I, 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 it happened right as it happened. I was saying, man, people are going to knock this poem and they don't understand the importance of art. And then I watched last night in absolute horror. I watched people just 
un- misunderstanding the moment and the importance. And I also think they didn't actually take the time to 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 read it. Because it's very clear that she could be speaking for people on the political left. But when you read it, it is so clear that you could easily engage this conversation as we have many times. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption we feared at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour. But within it, we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So while once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert, how could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? Isn't that how many of us think regarding this Biden? You think you think it's all about Trump? Turn this on this the other way. And how about it not being about Biden, but rather about an ideological desire from people on the political left to quite literally put an end to the American experiment, if we want to call it an experiment. We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be, a country that is bruised but whole, benevolent but bold, fierce and free. Isn't this what we discuss all the time? That the founding fathers discussing we the people in order to form a more perfect union is such a fundamental of who we are because perfection is not it. Recognizing our failings does not mean to live in constant suffering because of them. That we watch the country get battered and bruised, but our desire is to be fierce and free. We want to be fierce in order to be free. There are good parts and good things here that you can utilize and say, hey, I, I can see how I connect with that. And certainly for the artist, it may come as a shock that I would. She she writes about who uh, who she is and, and how uh, she she got here. We, the successors of a country and at a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. Can I tell you that that is the only dream Americans have ever had? People rising above what they believe was their station to achieve the goals and dreams that they have always had. That is conversation of the American dream? Isn't that exactly what we go through every day in, in, in discussion? But people said, ah, oh, poetry, and that's why they win and that's why you lose. Until the right understands art and accepts art and seeks to engage itself within and utilize it for a purpose of sharing great story. They will continue to lose the culture war, which means they will lose.
I'm tired of losing. I'm Tony Katz.